All right, we are live. So uh, it is great to be here. It's our first uh, baseball fantasy show that we're going to do for uh, Belly Up Fantasy Sports, and I'm very excited to uh, to do this. Uh, my name is Kevin. Uh, we got Vince. We got Howard here, and uh, we're going to talk about some fantasy baseball, and uh, we're really excited. So, Vince, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, I just finished. I had three drafts in four days, uh, so I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, I had a I had my, my keeper one of my keeper leagues fourteenth. I did draft. I just joined some random league the other day, and then I had another draft last night. So I had the first pick in that draft last night, and I'm yeah, not okay. not not a fan of ever getting a first pick. <laughs> All right, so. We're excited. So we're going to talk about uh, we're going to start talking about some regular baseball, how we see see things going in baseball in general. And then we're going to kick it around. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, since you mentioned first round picks, who do we think should be a first the first round pick? And then uh, we're going to get into players that we're high on players. We're not high on. Uh, how do we build a fantasy roster? What are we looking for there? So uh, we're just going to jump right in and uh, Vince. Uh, how do you see this baseball season going? Well, I think at the end it's looking like Dodgers Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not super exciting, I don't think, but uh, that's kind of where it's leaning towards. I think uh, the NL East is really interesting this year, and they're going to be super competitive. And I think that whoever comes out of the East uh, could definitely battle the Dodgers. But man, just the Dodgers seem really, really tough out in the National League, and the Yankees. Not a whole lot. I don't think that's going to be able to combat against the, especially the pitching staff of the Yankees. See, that's where you know, I'm a big Yankee fan. Um, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I think I think their biggest issue is going to be the rotation. I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking at, I mean, Cole. Cole you know, you're you're expecting. You know, you're expecting brilliant. Um, if he can get that home run ball, I mean, it seems like every other game he was giving up two or you know at least one, maybe even two homers. If he can knock that down. Um, I mean, Kluber, he pitched one one inning last year. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, he looked – all their stars looked great in spring, but, you know, Kluber, like I said, it's one inning. Tyon's coming back from two Tommy Johnson surgeries. You know, Herman hasn't pitched in a regular season game since, what, 19? You know, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, spring spring's only a small sample. Um, I mean, Gumby, Montgomery, you know, I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be lights out. I really, I think he he's proven that you know he came back from Tommy John last year. It wasn't rare, but his stuff looks electric. Um, you know, their rotation spring looked good. I just think that's going to be, I think it's going to be a challenge. Um, I do agree with you that the NL East is going to be a battle. Um, I I think I think the Blue Jays going to be really good this year. Their their pitching isn't great. But their offense, I mean, adding Springer, yeah, I mean, we don't really know after, you know, the whole, whole scandal what a full year he's going to bring because we haven't seen that. You know, last year was supposed to be the first year. We don't know what a full 160 game is going to bring. Um, I, I do think – I think the Padres are going to flop. They made a lot of moves. I, I think they will make the playoffs. But I don't think it's going to – I think they're going to end up getting the wild card. I mean, Darvish is Darvish gets hurt. Remember that Darvish does get hurt a lot. Snell, Snell is transitioning to a different league. 
Um, you know, and I always, I whenever a player switches league, I always say, gotta give him at least a year. Brand new team, brand new team needs brand new stadium. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think the NL NL East and the NL West are going to be the two areas to watch this year, personally. And not, you know, you mentioned with Snell, it's not just that it's a new stadium and new teammates, but now he's really he's playing regularly against guys he doesn't hasn't played regularly yeah. against. Yeah. So it's that scouting and that learning going through those a few times uh, to get the hang of things. But you're right. I think San Diego is going to be tough. Um, their I offense. Think they're tough. I think their I think their their ceiling, their expectations are really really high. I mean, you're you I mean, it's really high. You got Tatis on there. You got Machado. Um, I mean, you add that. You look at that rotation. Um, rotation is solid. Really good rotation. Um, who else? I know they got Darvish. They got Snell. And they got someone else. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I can't think of it. I'm looking it up right now. I know. I can't think of who else they got. But Musgrove. Everybody in baseball. Okay. So. Yeah, I got Joe Musgrove, Chris Paddock. Um, yeah, Paddock is what I was up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel – I don't know. I, I, I think they're going to flop. I, I think there's just something there. It's not – I think they're going to flop. I think they're just – I think it's high. I think their ceiling is really, really high. But I, I, don't, I don't think they have enough to overtake the Dodgers. Kevin, their win totals, uh, I think 95, 95 and a half, something like that. Um, yes, I believe that's 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 correct. I, I mean, it's a high number. <laughs> it is. It is really high. And, um, you know, full disclosure, I am a Dodger fan. So, um, and that's been, that's way, way, way back. So if anyone's out there saying, well, he's just, a, you know, one of those fans because they won last year, that is not the case. I've uh, been a fan of theirs since uh, they went up against the Yankees way back in the day in the World Series. So, uh, having said that, I think the Dodgers have to be the the favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the season, of course, that doesn't mean they're going to win. Well, but, did they uh, make, did they make any real moves this offseason? They resigned Turner. They resigned Turner, Turner and they got Bauer. Which, yeah, right. uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. How could you forget yeah. about that? We're, we're gonna. I'm gonna be talking about him some a little bit later. And uh, Howard, I think the the Padres are gonna be the interesting team to watch this year. I don't think they're gonna flop necessarily. If, if they're thinking that they're gonna win 100 games, I don't see that happening. Well, I meant but, flop uh, is like flop in, and obviously we all have. I don't think they're gonna win the division. You know, I think that's the expectation. I think they're gonna. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I, I don't. I don't see 100 games. I see, I see maybe 85, 90. I don't see 100. Yeah, because we, uh, you know, you're a Yankees guy, so you know that the Yankees have been trying to buy the pennant, you know, every single year. Except for when they were actually the dominant team in the late 90s because they brought up their own guys. You'd think they would have been that in there. Over the last two years, they have literally said that we're no longer spending money on names. I mean, before Cole, they didn't make last besides Cole. I, they didn't really give out any real big deals. I mean, Hicks, Hicks was a seven year, $70 million deal. Um, who else was there? Um, Hicks got a, a nice deal there. Um, Severino was a four year, $40 million deal. Well, that hasn't worked out at all. Nope. Not yet. Um, I mean, besides Cole, besides that, it was, uh, thank you. Well, well, Stan they traded for. Remember that they didn't. Yeah. Re- he didn't. He, signed up. he didn't opt out. So that's 
I don't cons- I don't consider that a Yankee deal. Hmm. I don't I don't consider that a Yankee signing because he signed out with the Marlins. Um, besides LeMahieu, they really haven't um, signed any longer. I think after the whole A Rod debacle, the ten year whatever it was, I think they learn, especially the luxury tax, and they're really trying to get under that. I really think that even even with the even with Burnett, I, I think they really learned no more long term deals. Because even they even Steinbrenner came out and was like, Yeah, we're not we're not giving any big long term deals. I mean, the Cole signing, you have to. I mean that it's, it's Cole. I mean, for, for that you have to you have to. Now there are a lot of rumors out there saying that they're they had they didn't do anything this offseason much besides LeMahieu, Gardner you know, small deals, was because they're going to go after Corey Seager next year. It's a huge, huge rumor. I I, I don't know if I – I don't know how – like, I don't think they're going to get him. I don't think they're going to get him either. I, I don't. Um, I, I don't see them signing him. But then but then you're going to have a crowded infield. Where are you going to pay, play LeMahieu? Where are you going to play Torres? Are you going to get rid of Voight? I mean, yeah, now Voight is damaged because his his knee, but where are you going to play him? I mean, these are. I mean, obviously, we're, we we can play GM, you know, fantasy baseball GM all the time. But at the same time, it's you know, I, I don't see, I don't see uh, the Yankees getting them. So certainly, it's going to be an interesting season. I think, uh, as you mentioned, the NL East is going to be a battle out there. I think the Braves are. Uh, I, I don't understand the disrespect they're getting. That uh, I don't know if you could call it disrespect, but they're they're saying that they won't win a division. They're not even counting them in to win a division. And this is a team that you know was one game away from the World Series. So I think that's going to be a heck of a battle going on over there. The NL Central is going to be a battle, but maybe not such in a good way. It's an ugly battle, yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to depend on uh, you know Yelich up there in Milwaukee and and. Uh, the Cardinals are bringing a lot of uh, young players up, so we'll see what's going on there. You yeah. talked about the AL East. That's going to be a battle, of course, because you got Tampa, you know, the defending uh, American League champions. The AL Central, the Cleveland's taking a step back, I think, but uh, Chicago, Minnesota should be interesting. And in the, in the AL West, what do we make out of that? Houston, Oakland. I think Houston is because they're going to have fans in the stadiums now. I wonder how and remember they were Astros really never got their their comeuppance. They never got the fans booing them. I don't. I'm interested. They didn't get any of that last year. I'm interested to see if people kind of forgot or if people are going to start booing. I don't know. I haven't heard anything of it during spring training. I think it's going to kind of be water under the bridge. I don't see anybody. Um, I don't see anyone billing. Um, I, I do want to see, though, how they do play because you know that they're going to be under consistent watch for a while. Um, I like Los Angeles in that division, though. Yeah, people are talking about the Angels, so that's yeah. going to be a you know maybe Trout from the, the, the first baseman was Walsh. I forget his first name. I think he's going to be a stud. Hmm. I, think, I think he's. I think Otani. Um, I don't think Otani. I think he's going to be a 280, 290 hitter. I think he'll hit twenty twenty five. 
Um, because he's still recovering from Tommy John. He's still, you know, I don't know if, if they basically limit him to how much he's pitching. Um, I haven't read up on it, so I don't know if they're limiting his innings, which I'm sure they are. Um, who else do they have? Rendon, a full second year of Rendon in the league. So now watch out for Rendon. Back to my theory, give him that year. Rendon's now there for a year. You know, there's a name on there who I completely forgot. Justin Upton. Yeah. I completely forgot yeah. he's still in the league. He is. Uh, I mean, he's your you guy. And who's, who plays right field for them? Dexter, Dexter Fowler. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but their pitching is very suspect, too. Man, I love Dylan Bundy there. Um, I like Canning, too. Yeah. But if they don't, if they don't meet expectation – even just the minimum expectation, they'll be horrible. <laughs> but, you know the one thing that I find absolutely crazy? I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day. Chris Davis, he, he's a guy, you know, you know he's going to hit 240. He went from being high average fantasy baseball player, giving you 20, you know, 240, he'll hit 40 bombs, you know, 75 RBIs. He signed a one-year, like, $3 million deal with the Rangers. <laughs> like, talk about going from the top down quickly like yeah, it doesn't take very long to hit the bottom so yeah. you know you know you it's interesting you mentioned about the astros because uh i'm i'm in rangers country here and uh they're gonna have full stadiums yeah this year I thought so it was a- uh, we're gonna find out real quick what kind of reaction the Astros are gonna get i thought it was uh for the first two games it was full and then if they were dropping down to 25 did that change I think that changed. Well, the Rangers, they said that they're having a whole – yeah, that changed big time because they opened okay, up okay. Texas. And uh, they're saying that they're going to that they're gonna try and have as full a stadium as they can. It's probably going to be the fullest stadium in baseball. So we'll see right out the gate when they play each other what kind of reaction I'm just is coming. The one thing that I'm looking forward to is I don't know how you guys felt, but watching baseball last year without fans, <laughs> it didn't feel like baseball. No, it didn't. It's I mean, yeah, I mean they had the piped in noise. I'm inter I'm looking forward to fans there because I like the cutaways. They show the fans. They do this. They do that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's the most thing I'm looking forward to is showing on TV. I personally won't be going to games until this is done. That's just me. You know, I did get my. You know, that's just my feeling. Um, now was broken all Um, I'm interested to see though is are you know because it's so hard because they were piping in all the noise last year. Like I don't know how you guys feel like one like watching spring training games or this. I cannot tell if the noise is now fans or piped in fans. I can't tell the difference. I haven't watched any spring training games, uh, but I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm geared I watched, up for tomorrow's opening day, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But no, it's um, no, it's it's. I I think it's going to be a difference. I think players are going to be more hyped because there's people. Um, I mean, it's going to be weird having only ten thousand people. I mean, it's going to be like we're watching Marlins games all day long, you know. <laughs> But I mean, Marlins will have a hundred people there. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you see the name of the new park? By the way, my buddy sent it to me today. Lone oh, Lone yeah. Bank Park or something. It's okay. Yeah, but no, my you know, seeing ten thousand people 
in, I think it's 10,808 people in Yankee Stadium. It's going to look weird. You know, we're, we're used to all these stadiums being packed, even if, you know, but I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, I mean, I hope that more fans are able to go as the season. I hope it gets more open. Um, you know, but it's fortunately we don't, we don't have control over that, you know. Um, but no, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, fans back in it, having them cheer on the team. You know, it just didn't feel like baseball. Like, even during like fantasy baseball last year, I didn't do a league. I, I just didn't feel, I didn't do a league last year. I could, I did. <laughs> the first time in a very long I couldn't do it. Was, I just, you know what it was? I just couldn't do it for 60 games. I said, because, you know, I, I couldn't for whatever reason. I just wasn't interested. Unfortunately, well, for everybody concerned, we got a full season this year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to transition since this is a, a fantasy show. We're going to get into uh, some fantasy topics. And the first thing we're going to talk about uh, is uh, who, who do you, who would, if you had the first pick, who would you take? So, Vince, take it away. Uh, for me, it's between Betts and Trout. Um, you know, I was looking at the numbers. I've never, I've not had a number one pick in a really long time. But um, never. Uh, uh, for me, it's between Betts and Trout. Uh, Ronald Acuna is an interesting pick too, but uh, Trout's home run numbers, RBI numbers, walks are all higher than Betts, at least projected. Uh, but Betts has better runs and um, uh, stolen bases, especially. So I think I'd still go Trout number one, but. Um, you know, I I don't think you can go wrong really with Betts, Trout, or Acuna. I'm looking to see who I took last night. <laughs> I remember, um, I took Acuna. I, I I I it was a toss up between Trout and Acuna. I kind of looked at what made me make my decision was looking at the protection. You getting. Behind, you know, you have behind Acuna, you're going to have, you know, depending on, you know, you might have him batting third and or having him second because that seems like a lot of teams are putting their best player second or third. You have Albies on that team now. You have, I can't believe I'm saying this, Darno, who apparently just came out of nowhere the last few years and started killing the ball after he was released by the Mets. Um, you got Freeman, Freeman yeah. on that team. Um you know, you what? Uh, you got the third baseman. I, I can't think of his name. Um, Austin Riley. Yeah, that guy. I couldn't think of it. There's a lot of protection there, right? and yeah. most of those guys are, are just they're they're some are contact, some are power. And I looked at the Angels. Trot, Trot, you know what you're getting. He, he, you know you're going to get your thirty. You know your thirty, your thirty. You know your thirty, thirty guy with you know 100 RBIs, no doubt in my mind. But I looked at well. Where, who's his protection? Do, you know, you're, you're going to have Rendon probably behind, padding behind him. You might have Garrett Walsh padding behind him. Yeah, you can pitch around him a little bit. Rendon's a strikeout guy. I mean, yeah, he hits contact. You can pitch around Trout. Um, I mean, but I, I think it also be it the you also have to look on what your scoring categories are. Like in one of my keepers league, we don't do average, so we do homers, RBIs, on base percentage. Um, so I think it's, I mean, in, in one of these Facebook groups, people are like, oh, who are you going to keep in your keeper leagues? It's really hard to tell. I mean, you got to look at, you know, their value. I mean, Trout is always going to be up there, you know, for especially the keeper league. 
I, I, I was like, you know, as a Kuna as a couple years younger, I don't think he's even hit his ceiling yet. I don't think he's hit the prime of his career. Um, Trout, I mean, Trout's always a solid number one, always, um, always. But I just felt was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my chance with Kuna. Um, and, and see what happens. He's, Trout's a boring pick nowadays. Yeah, and so, yeah, so Kakuna or Betts is more of the yeah. sexy pick. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned it's a boring pick, but I don't think there's a, a safer first right. overall pick in all of, you know, fantasy sports. You know, you know, him overall, number one, you know what you're going to get out of him. Yeah. And uh, the, the crazy you know, thing, so, thing is, is that in Yahoo, Trout isn't even ranked number one. Acuna was. Hmm. I don't. What was Betts rated? Three. I think on ESPN, Betts is one. Betts yeah. is one on ESPN, okay. and then they got Acuna, and then uh, Trout. The is unknown to me. They got Tatis. I'm thinking, what are they talking about yeah. that? Yeah. And then they have uh, Soto with four and Trout at five. Hmm. And if you're if you're picking in the fifth pick in the first round and you got Mike Trout there, man, you got to be doing a dance. Yes. I mean, I mean literally, because uh, the league I'm in, I had the fourth overall pick. Beth went number one, and then uh, Acuna went two, and I was like, okay, what kind of decision am I going to have to make? And Trout was third. So, and, and I'm not hating this because I think uh, Juan Soto is a guy that you guys you know, didn't mention. But this is a guy who uh, hit 351 last year. As soon as, uh, you know, all this talk, because he had some COVID, you know, concerns yeah. coming in for the start. But as soon as he stepped on the field, he hit and he hit and he hit, and he never stopped hitting. So, uh, and I'm now, now got, got number four. Yeah. And you got Josh Bell and Schwarber in that lineup now. Got some, yes. got some nice protection. Yep, you sure do. So, uh, so that's uh, you could pretty much take any of those four guys and kind of just you know do a you know, yeah. juggling act and whoever comes out you're okay. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you're happy with whatever you get there. You're, you're yeah. happy because I think you know when the first round comes you don't take a chance, you don't reach. You know you, you're you're looking for the safest floor you can find, and uh, that's one of the things that I have with Tatis. You know, I, this is a guy who hasn't even played a full major league season so far. And uh, hasn't even come close. So uh, I wouldn't not be taking him number one overall. And the other reason is because, let's face it, there are ten shortstops, maybe more, in the main, you know, in baseball right now, who can approach the kind of things that you get out of out of Tatis. Yeah. So I'm looking at Tatis's numbers. He played. If his well, it's it's hard, and it's so hard to judge on last year's numbers. Hmm. Because it's half a year, right? Not even, it's sixty games. So if you, I mean, you figure it's half a season, right? So Tatis hit seventeen homers. You figure double that, you're at what? 36? 37? 34, actually. Yeah. Oh, 36, <laughs> so you're thirty-four, right? So imagine he hits thirty-four homers. He had 45, 45 RBI. So you're gonna get, you know. Um, you know, 30, you're going to get a 34, 34 and 90. And he has his batting 277. And then you look at when he was 19, when he was in 2019, he only played 84 games. So he's never, I mean, granted, right. 
well, it's, it's well, it's you, you don't know what you're going to get over a full year. I mean, granted, I mean, you know, it, you know, you can you can project. You can't tell, and that's what everyone's like. Oh, based on last year, you can't judge, in my opinion, a lot on last year because it was such a short. And I think that killed a lot of people's value in fantasy. Personally, I mean, how can you? How I mean, it's not. It's an. It was a shortened year. How can I mean? And I think it's really hard to judge, and that's what. Even like when I was drafting, oh, he hit 340 last year. Once again, short in season, 60 games. You can't. It's not even half a year. Yeah, it's, but a lot of people are picking. Again, we're talking about like sexy picks when you're looking at bets and Acuna. I don't think Tatis is that. I don't think Tatis is the number one overall. I no, 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 no. I think he's he's up there. I say he's top what well, six? You know, we can seven. If you're number six, I think if you took Tatis, you're fine. But if you're yeah. taking him top four, you have an issue. Simply because, let's say, Howard, he does what, he, what you've mentioned, you know, 34 homers, 90, 100 RBIs. But that, that's not a whole lot more than you could get out of Seager in the second round. So if you take one of the guys that we talked about, you know, Trout or whoever else in line with Seager, you're going to be, you know, a lot better off doing it that way to me. So yeah. when, when I'm using, when I'm like looking, because I'm in a bunch of keeper leagues, I look at um, fantasy pros. They usually put out ADPs, you know, average draft position. So I'm looking here. So this is what their rankings are. So right off the bat, they had Acuna, Tatis, Betts, Soto, Trout, DeGrom. ESPN had Acuna going two, CBS one, Yahoo one, RTS, which I think is Roto Sports, one, M- uh, NBC one, FT, I have no idea what that is, one. Tatis is, ESPN has him going four, CBS three, Yahoo two, Roto two, uh, NBC two, and whatever that FT is two. Bets, ESPN has him going first. CBS has him two, three, three, four, three. Soto ha- is going, um, ESPN has him going sixth, then CBS five, four, four, three, four. Trout is three, four, five, five, six, five. So it's all that's crazy. I mean, that, that's that, that's insane. So all over the place. Like I said, I, I'm doing handstands. I got them at four, so yeah. I'm good. So I'm. I was. I took a homer pick. Uh, my my draft last night. I had the fourth pick. I took Yelich, but I'm a Brewer fan, and I don't have Yelich in any of my other leagues. So I was like, I'm gonna take him at four and take a shot. <laughs> but if, if I wasn't a homer pick, I wouldn't have picked Yelich at four. You no, know, and I I'm really weird when it comes to my picks. Like if I have one guy on one team, I really try not to draft them on yep. another team. Yeah. And, and I did that with a bunch. I think I did with Real Muto. So in my in my league, which I've had for like seven years, I drafted Real Muto a couple of years ago in the thirteenth round. I got them. Like I mean that that's. Yeah. Um, I kept Yelich in the fourth. Uh, who else did I keep? Yelich, I kept in the fourth. Real Muto. Let me look. I'll know exactly who I kept. I don't. Well, while you're looking that up, let's uh, transition over to uh, guys that uh, that come into the season, fantasy guys that you are big on. So, uh, Vince, we'll, we'll kick it to you on that. Nope. All right. So I I looked at more value guys as opposed to the top end guys, guys that you can get a little bit little bit later in the draft. Guys I really like. Uh Cattell Marte with Arizona. Yep. Uh, I hear a lot of keepers. Yep. Man, a lot of keepers. 
I've not I've not been able to get him in any of my leagues. Everybody's had him higher than I than than he's ranked on the you know ESPN and CBS and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he's ranked he, as a seventh rounder overall. Yeah, and he's going. I would say in the drafts that I've been in, at least he's been going fifth or sixth round uh, on there. So I like him a lot, though. Ian Anderson in Atlanta, uh, the pitcher, uh, yeah. big on him. And I think Yastrzemski is going to have a big year oh, yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, I have him in one of my leagues. So Marte is going 56, 56, 73, 78, 74, 73. So sixth, fifth, fifth, seventh round. Yeah. One guy who's a huge, huge, huge sleeper. A lot of people forgot. Jordan Hicks. Hmm. I mean, granted, you know, I, I drafted him. Um, and I was shocked a lot of people, like, drafted him. Um, I was really mad at my keeper league. I'm like, I'm going to draft this guy. I'm going to keep him. Hooking. Look, taking um, I'm big on him. I think he's going to have a nice comeback year. Um, I, I think he's he's going to be. I think he's he's going to be come back pretty strong. Um, who else am I sold on this year? I think Frazier, Clint Frazier. I, I think I don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to be solid. I think okay. he's gonna be what's solid. what's solid for Clint Frazier? I, I can see twenty three and eighty. Wow. He's predicted apparently to have 27 homers and hit 100 RBIs. I think I think 27 is a stretch. I say I take the under on that one. <laughs> on an island with that takes. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he's going to be solid. I, I mean, he, he in limited time last year or two years ago, he had 12 homers and he, so he's got pop. Um, I mean, just I think he he's not. Uh, I think Gardner has really helped him mature. He's not that careless kid anymore who makes stupid ass comments i definitely think he's more mature no if, if you i mean granted he's got crazy shoe collection no i i, I think he's gonna one guy who i think is gonna be solid jd davis for the mets interesting that is an interesting take right there i i, I feel with that lineup um, I mean, you're looking at, you know, I, I don't know if he's platooning with Dom Smith in the outfield um, or if he's gonna, they're going to put him at third. But I definitely think with having Lindor in that lineup now, with having Alonzo, Conforto, and Nimmo, I, I think he's going to break out a little bit. I'm not thinking 40 and 150. I'm thinking a solid 25. Um, I mean, I think the thing that's going to hurt him, though, is that Mets ballpark is huge. It's a yeah. big park. He's starting um, at third base. Uh, is he starting? Yeah. Um, I, I think he's going to be good. Um, one guy I'm not, I'm still not sure of, Kevin Biggio. I, yeah. I, I'm not sold on him. I, I think he's going to be good. The problem is, and when the Yankees were playing the Blue Jays on the spring training game, they were talking about this. He doesn't have a solid position. They keep trying him at second. They keep trying him at third. They keep trying him in the outfield. That plays with your mind. If you don't know where you're playing, that plays with your mind. I don't care what anyone says. You don't know, hey, I'm playing here, here. You got to change your approach. Um, I'm not sold on him. I am I sold to, on him, though. I want to go back yeah, to, to players we're excited about. You mentioned earlier – were the two guys in Washington that, that came over to Washington, Josh Bell and Kyle Schwarber. I think a change of scenery for both of those guys is going to be massive this year 
Um, Josh Bell's a guy I'm trying to get in every league I'm in. Yeah, I, I have that. I he, I was debating if I wanted to keep him as a sleeper. Um, I drafted him later on. I said, I was like, you know what? I'm not keeping him as a keeper <laughs> because the reason I didn't keep him was change of new place. Nashville's pop all park is not a small park like the Pirates. It's a little bit bigger. Um, and he and I just felt. I mean, I, I think they can pitch around. I, I think he's going to be good. I just I'm not. I mean, what are his numbers? I'm not. I'm going to look at Josh Bell. I think Kevin. Who are the guys you're excited about? Why he's looking at Josh Bell's numbers? Yeah, while you're looking at it, a guy that I'm really excited about coming in this season is uh, Marcus Simeon who uh, has gone to Toronto now, you know, talk about leaving big ballparks behind, you know, the, wherever it is they're playing now, I guess. Is it, is it no, they're uh, they're going to start in Florida. Okay. So you know, just about any place is an upgrade over Oakland. Yeah. I've actually watched baseball games there. So, uh, yeah, so he's a guy that hit 223 a year ago, but the year before that, he had 33 homers and 92 RBIs. So, you know, you're talking about, you know, we mentioned Tatis earlier. 33 and 92, that's exactly what, uh, you know, what you, you know, Howard, you mentioned. And uh, he's a guy that you can get way later in the draft and get some real value out of him. Uh, another guy I'm big on is uh, Eugenio Suarez yep. from uh, Cincinnati. Uh, you know, he didn't hit very well last year, but he still hit the long ball. And then comes the news that he's sw- switching to shortstop. Yeah. So uh, a couple weeks into the season, he's going to qualify at third base and shortstop. Nice. So uh, nice you know, if you play your cards right, you get uh, you know, one of these other shortstops that we talked about earlier, and you got scorers also that can qualify there. You're 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 in great shape. And uh, Reese Hoskins from Philadelphia. As a guy that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm high on, because you know you're not going to get an average out of him, but he's a third homer dude, yeah. and uh, you know. So Josh Bell. Like oh, go ahead, sorry. That, I'm out. Go ahead. Uh, Josh Bell last year in 57 games hit eight homers, 22 RBIs, 59 strikeouts, two bad, 226 in 19, 143 games. 37 homers, 116 RBIs, 118 strikeouts, and a 277 average. And, um, and again, you're talking about now that the lineup that he's in is so much more helpful than what he was in in Pittsburgh. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. And that goes for Simeon, too. You talk about Marcus Simeon. Yeah. He's, he's batting second in the lineup in Toronto. Yeah. Springer Brian, ahead of him. Bichette, Hernandez, Guerrero behind him. I mean. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. That, that, that's a, a lineup you'd want to be in. So yeah. uh, I like guys – sorry, Kevin. I, I like guys that are at the top of the order too yeah. um, right. when you're talking about fantasy value and stuff. I got a quick funny story for it, and then we'll switch. So speaking of the Blue Jays, they play in Dunedin. I was actually at – my buddy lives in Sarasota, so every year I you know go down for a week, watch some baseball. The day that baseball canceled all their games, I was in Dunedin, the stadium. I get an email from Vivitude. They're like, oh, so we canceled all the games. You're getting your money back. And I'm like, um, I'm, I'm at the game, so <laughs> I'm getting money back. And they're like, yeah, and we're going to double it. So my $7 tickets turned into <laughs> like $50 worth of Vivid Seat credit that I haven't used, obviously. 
Um, but the funny thing is about that stadium. So if someone hits, there's a school right outside, like maybe 200 feet, 300, not even, maybe 150 feet past the left field wall in Dunedin. There's no net, nothing. So if there's a one o'clock game going on and there's school going on and their kids are outside. It's kind of scary. <laughs> See a ball, What's that? Yeah, no, there's literally school right after because, you know, it's spring, you know, they're, you know, school gets out, you know, early May down there and they're not, they're not used to having baseball down there all year round. But I thought this is a little kind of, kind of fun of, uh... <laughs> all right. So we talked about guys we're big on. How about guys we're, we're, we're not sold. Vince, who are you not sold on? All right, so I got two big names, and then I got one whole team. Uh, my two big names is Freddie Freeman and Kyle Tucker. I'm not sold on either of those guys. I couldn't believe how high Kyle Tucker was ranked this year. Um, Freeman, I don't think he's bad. I just, to me, he's overvalued, um, and will have a, a lesser season this year. And then the entire Reds lineup. Um, you mentioned Suarez, um, but those guys, their batting average is horrible. They have nobody that can run on the team. So they're just hoping for power, and I just think it's going to get really, really ugly in Cincinnati this year. So I'm I'm trying to stay away from Cincinnati Reds. Howard, what you got? Um, one player I, I am not sold on, um, Charlie Morton. Hmm. I, I switching leagues. Um, granted, you know I I don't know. Yeah, you know, he was hurt a little bit last year. Um, not not sold. Not not sold there. Um, I'm not sold on, um, what's his name? Um, I don't know if you can even really count this in the guard. I know he's come back from Tommy John. I don't know if that counts. I know he's supposed to be back mid-year. Um, I, I don't think he's, I don't think after seeing what happened with the Harvey and uh, his, all his, when he came back, maybe it's going to be different because Wilpons aren't there anymore. Um, I think, I think he, um, I just, and I think Ornato's going to have a rough year in St. Louis. Not, 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 I'm not, not sold on him. I don't, I, I think he's going to have a rough year. Um, just because of the atmosphere change. I mean, going from Colorado <laughs> to that altitude coming back down. I mean, <laughs> I, I think I still think he'll put up solid numbers. I'm just not. I mean, you got him and Goldschmidt back to back. I'm just not sold on him. He I, might be. A, he might be a good guy to watch to trade for early in the season because he might start slow. He's going to figure it out eventually. Yeah. And if he starts off slow, he might be a guy you can steal yeah. in a trade somehow. Yeah. Um. And I also think this is going to. This is going to go. I think Bauer. I can't stand I, Bauer. <laughs> I'm not. It's weird. I'm, I'm not with you. Bauer, I'm with you. Hold on, but it's like every. If you look at his numbers, I was looking at this. I don't think. I mean, yeah. I mean, I. I think. Uh, I mean, he he's always been a good pitcher. Well, um, see, Bauer. That's the thing. He hasn't always been a good pitcher. He's been one of the most inconsistent guys. Yeah, you know, I looked at his numbers. I actually wrote an article uh, last month about him, and he is absolutely the poster boy for inconsistency. Yeah, now looking at his numbers, yeah, he was in uh, 
You're looking at his numbers in 2015, 11 and 12, then 12 and 8, 17 and 9, 12 and 6. Then in 19, he was 11 and 13. 2019, he was, oh wait, yeah, he's 11 and 13 and 19. And then last year, he's 5 and 4. He had a 173 RA. No, you're not, you're not wrong. I, I, I think, I don't think he's, I don't know, maybe they're just hoping that he's, you know, going to the prime. He's going into his uh, tenth year. I hope he's going to be turning thirty. I don't know during the year or after year, but he's. No, you're not wrong. I, I mean, when he got that big contract, I, I just think that was there's no one else out here. Here's a name kind of thing. Well, they can find that article what bellyupsports.com. Belly up fantasy sports and picks. There you go. So, uh, so yeah. So Howard, you 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 nailed that one. Uh, Bauer, he's number three. Here's the Dodgers' number three starter, and yet he's been going in the top of the second round. That that's a problem to me. Yeah, that you're going to have a number three starter, and he's if you take him in the second round, obviously he's headlining your pitching staff. Yep, and uh, that that that's a real problem to me. I I'm kind of shocked that they're putting him over Kershaw because Kershaw the last few years he's with his back. Always, last few years, it's his back, his back. I do think Kershaw hangs it up after this year. Well, I don't think he's going to hang it up, but uh, I think it, that they're giving him the opening day start tomorrow just because you know, he, he you know, won a championship now. So, uh, Bueller is the guy over there. Bueller's the number one starter for the Dodgers, you know, opening day notwithstanding. So, and his uh, value's gotten better. Because of Bauer coming in, people yeah. kind of forgot about Bueller, and he was injured. But um, yeah, get him, him back to the second round, so that's there's a lot of value there. And uh, uh, a guy that I'm really got not sold on is uh, I'm going to try and pronounce Randy Era. How are you pronouncing? Rosarena. Yeah, was you know he was the you know the hero, you know of the postseason last year, and so uh, you know he hasn't even played. A month, really, in major, you know, in baseball. So, uh, I you have be- his ADP there, Harold. Harold, that's a new name. Sorry, people do it all. I'm not used to it. We, we just we just so, met a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, while, you're, while you're looking that up, uh, I got. Um, so ESPN's got him 65. CBS. Yahoo 55. Uh, so I'm assuming RDS is Roto again, 58. That's, that's insane. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd have him down the eighth, ninth round and be yeah, okay right. with getting him there. Yeah. No, we're also not sold on Mr. Luke Boyd. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, I like, I will be the first one to say when they first traded for him and all he did was strike out, I go, what, why is this guy here? And was that 18? I said, why is this guy on this team? All he does is strike out. I removed I mean, him from my draft list. He wasn't even available for me to draft. I mean, they did trade Chase, uh, Chase and Shreve for him. So, I mean, and but the Cardinals won that deal. See, it's hard to say if they won that deal because Voight has, pro- has proved he can hit the ball. He is a Yankee. Like I mean, I like him. <laughs> the problem is the last two years, he's been hurt. Last year, at the end of the year, it was his foot. You know, he had the plantar fasciitis. This year he's got his a torn uh, partial tear of his meniscus. 
guy can't stay healthy. He's, now he's just turned 30. He can't stay healthy. Um, you know, and I think that's the only reason why Jay Bruce is on that team. So I'm not, I'm not sold on Boyd. I like him. I, I'm just not uh, sold on him. Um, Kevin, yeah. is there anybody that you took completely off your draft list that you weren't going to draft at all? Well, one of the guys that I took off my board is uh, Altuve. Mm. He's a guy that, uh, you know, he's got a lot to prove. Now, and I think a lot of Astros, you know, we talked about all the, you know, people booing him or whatever. Uh, I, I can't see drafting a whole lot of Astro players, but Altuve leads the league for me for not picking him for my league. So, <laughs> No, I think that whole Astro team has a lot to prove. I think they need to prove. So what? Well, their numbers were so far down last year, and I know oh, we yeah. only played half a season, but the batting averages, the home runs, everything was down. And yeah, that's all down, and they didn't have anybody, you know, booing it in the stands like you said. They're going to have that. See, that's what I'm. Into. I'm really interested to see: Are they going to do it, or are they is going to kind of go by underwater on the bridge at this point? I, I'm shocked that AJ Hinch got a job so quickly. Oh no, no, no! He he deserves a job. I mean, I know he cheated, but no, you had that. You had to hire him. I don't disagree. I, I think he's a good manager. I think he didn't. I think he knew, but I don't oh. know if he knew. <laughs> oh no, no, don't don't give him. He knew yeah, everything. How could you not know? Yeah, you know he got. You know, trash cans can bang 10 feet from where you're sitting. So here's a question that I have for you. I know we're kind of shifting gears. So he gets a job, right? He gets a smell, whatever. Came out that Beltron was kind of the whole mastermind. Do you think he deserves a job after sitting out a year? On an unintentional suspension, per se. Well, I think it's a different. it's a different talent level. <laughs> so, I, also, I, I also think Beltron does not get into the Hall of Fame now. There, well, I don't yeah. think he was sitting there anyway. But uh, you know, but when we're talking about managers, this guy is unproven as a manager. So uh, no, uh, Beltron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has managed a single day in the major league. So yeah. you know, and that's what I mean by different talent level. Hinch, you you know what he is versus Beltran and and. Yeah, I mean, Cora too. Alex Cora is back too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're a good manager, you're a good manager. I don't think the Astros got punished enough, personally. No, the I don't players think didn't. Either. Yeah. Yeah, the players, they knew what was going on and they pretty much skated out unhinged. You know, yeah. So, so. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to transition to our last topic, which is when you're building your fantasy roster. Is there something, you know, what is your strategy? Is there a certain position you're looking for? Is there, you know, how, how do you go about building your, your, your roster? So I don't go in with a strategy because I don't, it depends on the league, I guess. But in a league like that, if I don't know what the other people are doing, I have to wait and see what they're doing in order to make my picks. So, uh, you know, um, Monday night I was in a, a league that I was 12 team league, first year in the league. And, um, you know, I just I went with best player available basically and figured I'd, I'd figure out later. So I didn't get pitchers 
until really, really late. I think it was probably round 11 before I drafted my first pitcher. And I just, it wasn't worth reaching on some guys. I decided just to go ahead and load up where I could on offense. And, and then I, and I'm a big throughout the season, dropping guys, adding guys, picking up the guys who are hot, those kinds of things as well. And, and so my, I guess my strategy is see what the other people's strategy is and then just go off of that, <laughs> do the best I can. What about you, Howard? Um, I guess I go in. I like to do, I like to mix up my hitters, a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of speedsters, get some stolen bases, well-rounded guys, some who can hit for power, um, you know, well, well-rounded, got some people who can hit power, some people can hit speed. Um, RBI on base, but like Vince was saying, I think it depends on the league. You know, if you know if it's a brand new league, you don't really know how people draft. Um, you know, but I, I like my, I like a mix. I like doing some speed guys. I like doing some, um, some power guys. That kind of, you know, rhetoric. What about you, Kevin? Well, you know, Vince, it's interesting that you mentioned that you, you know, got a starter in the what was it, round you said, and uh, I kind of go at it a completely different strategy. I, 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 I want to load up on, on, on starters, you know, even though relievers are, are all, all the rage in baseball when it comes to fantasy, starters are still where it is. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, tomorrow opening day, I've got six pitchers that are going to the mound tomorrow. <laughs> So, uh, you know, if you get a good start out of that, you get 20, you know, 25 fantasy points. Mm. Uh, you know, that that's hard to beat as far as an offensive player because offensive players, you can you can find them. You know, there's always a guy that you didn't expect that was going to hit 300 and there he is. And uh, Vince, I'm just like you. Uh, I, I make moves. Uh, I was talking with uh, Mike, you know, because I'm in a, in, a, in a basketball league with them. And uh, I lead the league over there in transactions by a far, far amount. So uh, I like to make things fun, you know, just sit there and let your roster, you know, stagnate. That's not me. You know, especially baseball is so long and, you know, you got to engage yourself to me. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I, I like my starters. I like uh, players that have a uh, multi-position, uh, you know, availability. Because there's nothing worse than having a guy that you want to get in your lineup, but you can't put him anywhere because, you know, all he plays is DH or something like that. Yes. Uh, I know, uh, you know, talking about DH, Cruz is a guy that uh, he hasn't stopped hitting in 10 years or, or whatever, but there's only one place you can put him. So uh, that's uh, – I, I, I try to avoid guys that don't have any flexibility. But the guy that, uh, that's – that hits you know, maybe a second base shortstop outfield. That's probably seven plays you can put that guy. Hmm. So uh, that's kind of how I uh, I go about things right there. And uh, but once the draft starts, I'm looking uh, like Vince, like you said, is the best player. You know, and a lot of times I think the best player is a starting pitcher. So uh, and I'm not a big relief guy. I don't have a single relief pitcher on my entire roster. Not one? Not a single one. They're all starters. And uh, I know the relief pitchers, the, the big thing on them is, you know, they can pitch more than once a week. But my problem with them is you don't know when they're going to pitch until they're pitching. 
And then if you have a relief pitcher that comes in, let's say it's two to one in the ninth inning, he comes in, gives up a walk and a home run, he loses, right? He loses the game. He had the blown save. And that, that could be a negative 10, 12 fantasy points. It's real hard to come back from a negative 20, you know, 12 fantasy points. If it's a starter, you've got innings where you can, you know, if you get up a home or whatever else, you can, you know, build up your stats a little bit. But, uh, that's just the way that I've learned how to do, you know, that's the way I do it. Starters. And that's I like, it. I like to watch teams like Milwaukee and Tampa that use the more long relievers where they're pitching about three innings um, and get some guys that I like, I like to add to the team um, that, that are a little bit more that are going to pitch when they come in, they're going to pitch two or three innings and in relief as opposed to just the closers. And, uh, and I can get some value out of that, depending on the league and the way it's set up and points and stuff like that. But I found to get a little bit of value. And Milwaukee and, and Tampa do as good a job as anybody is using their bullpen, bringing them in early and things like that. So uh, I, get, I get some value there where some other guys are only looking at saves when they're looking at relief pitchers. I'm trying to look at what I can, what I can get out of them. But you're right. If they mess up, it, it hurts. <laughs> it's a disaster. So, uh, you know, that's just, that's just me. That when I first started playing fantasy baseball, I did the you know relievers and whatever else, and I'm like, wait a second, this guy just you know negative ten points. What's, what's, what's up with this? So uh, starters are where it is for me. And uh, anything else you guys want to add about fantasy? What oh, what about catchers for you guys? Do you guys uh, keep more than one catcher on your roster? No, one catcher, and that's all I got. Yep, same. I, I don't have and him I on any him of my, my leagues. My, whether or not, I leave him in my spot and just ride with it. This year, um, Arizona's got an outfielder. Is it Varsho, I think's his name, that he qualifies as a catcher as well. He's going to play Varsho, every day. They sent him to the minors. No, did so they? That, that, they did. Well, I'm and glad so, I didn't uh, draft him. Yeah, that was a guy that I was about going to. But then I read that he got you know option to the minors, so oh wow, he's got no value. Yeah, no value at all. Hmm. Yep. All right, guys. So uh, why don't you guys go ahead and uh, tell people where you can be found, uh, what you're working on. And I know we're all uh, belly up sports, but Ben, uh, why don't you just tell us uh, where you can be found and what you're working on? All right, you can find me on Twitter at Sports Stove. It's kind of hidden right above me uh, at Sports Stove on Twitter. I am on on uh, other things, but I'm most active on Twitter. I host the Sports Stove podcast. Uh, we're getting ready to start NFL draft uh, topics. We just finished Major League Baseball preview. Uh, my dad joins me on most of my podcasts, but uh, I have some other great interviews in the past. Uh, we've had NFL players, uh, MMA fighters, uh, ADs, all kinds of different people. So um, you can find them there. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the Sports Stove Podcast. Where we can find you, uh, My Twitter is NYSportsGuy13. Um, I usually tweet, you know, during A-games, Nick-games, any kind of sports. Uh, not that often, um, but that, that's where you can probably find me. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter as well at uh, Kevin62, W-I-L-S-E-A. That's where you can find me on Twitter. And uh, you can always find me, uh, go to the Belly Up Sports, the Fantasy Sports and Pick site. I have an article that uh, I, I do at least one every week. 
I had one that was posted yesterday. You know, we were talking about starting pitchers. Well, I had one that uh, that uh, is out there now. The starting pitchers, I think, that uh, will rebound. And uh, last week I did one on position players, and uh, I'm kind of the you know whatever whatever they need up over there at Valley of Sports. I'm, I'm the kind of the go-to guy. So uh, that's where you can find me. Uh, just make sure that you guys do go check out Bellevue Sports. There's a lot of content. There's a lot of sports going on. We got baseball. We got basketball. We got the Final Four. And uh, so uh, you know, do yourself a favor. Check all that out. And uh, and there 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 I'll be. All right, guys. So it's been a pleasure having you with us. And um, anything you'd like to say to close? Oh man, opening day tomorrow. Let's go. Very excited. If you're in the baseball and not fired up for every team. Now, you know, you guys can correct me on this. I don't think every team has ever opened on the same day before. I can't I I, I don't ever remember any of that going on. Usually for years it was the Reds that would start the season, maybe the first team, but every team is playing tomorrow. So if you're not up, then you're not a baseball guy. <laughs> That's pretty much where that is. So how are you kind of words? Nope, I'm all, I got nothing. Okay, so um, thanks, guys, out there for joining us. And uh, be looking at we're going to be trying to do a show every week. I don't know if that's going to actually, you know, that's what I want is to have a show every week. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can make that happen. Uh, it's great being here. Guys, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, Have a good night.